Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. That's right. We're back here on the block, Austin and Strick, with you uh, for the next half an hour or so. We're going to fill that time with someone who knows a lot. We appreciate his insight every week here with Husker Online. But, of course, early break with Sip and Jake and Coach Bill Bush, Mr. Steve Sipple. Steve, how's it going today? Uh, I'd say good. How are you guys doing? We're good. Good, good. Good to have you, Sip. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, I'm glad to do it. Uh, let's start here, Steve. We spent our last segment talking about what's going on across the river, uh, the border state of Iowa, both in Iowa City and in Ames, with the uh, announcement of all these student-athletes under investigation uh, for, for gambling on sports. 26 Iowa athletes currently in an administrator, 15 at Iowa State. If you're the NCAA, does this become priority one for you over NIL, over Transfer Portal? Does taking care of this issue give you a chance to kind of get some of your bite back? Oh, they might look at it that way. I, I don't know. I mean, I I don't <laughs> – Austin, I wouldn't look at it that way. I, I would be concerned about the credibility of co- collegiate athletics um, more than the reputation of my – organization there's a bigger there's a bigger problem um and i i'd be very concerned i mean i'd be gravely concerned this is about credibility i mean it's about credibility of collegiate athletics it's about credibility of the sports you love to watch um and it's um i mean i can't i'd like to diminish it but i'm not going to and i don't think it should is it as simple as it is easy as drawing a hard line? Absolutely none. Or is there more nuance that has to go into that conversation? There's a lot of nuance. I mean, the nuance, the nuances are almost unending. It seems. I, now, I I can make things overly complicated with the best of them, but how do you how do you how do you enforce it? I mean, what you can just bet on your phone right now. Um, bet on anything you want. Now it can be tracked, but Somebody's got to track it, and I don't know how many thousands of athletes are you talking about. And you know, and then there's the criminal element, Austin. Mm-hmm. It's illegal to gamble. You have to be 21 in Iowa, so there's a there's a, there's a criminal part of this too. It's not just an NCA violation; it's a criminal matter. I I mean, I can't imagine what athletic directors all around the country are thinking today. And I, now, Austin, due respect, I don't, I'm not the guy that always goes to the NCAA and says they're the blame. They, they can only do so much. The, the, the institutions have to govern themselves to a large degree. The member institution. And I, I can't blame the NCAA for this. I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to blame them if they can't, I mean, if they can't enforce it. There's a societal there's a societal part of this. We let it come to this. You know, we, we did. And here we are. Now we throw up our hands. Now we throw up our hands and blame the NCAA. Come on. I mean, every, there's a lot of people in this world that were very comfortable with gambling and, and legalizing it. And now when there's fallout, we all look for people to blame when we should just point the finger at ourselves. 
Plain and simple. And I'm with you. I don't think this and these these institutions points back at the NCAA. I think these were, you know, for the most part, individual decisions made by, you know, the Alabama baseball head coach or the student athletes right. at Iowa State and at Iowa. But to your point about the, the institutions themselves needing to have a hand in it, I look at Gary Barta in Iowa, where, you know, the 26 current student athletes, the one administrator, and up to 111 others, according to an ESPN report, um, that are being looked into with information regarding this, maybe Gary Barta had absolutely no idea this was going on. I'm willing to believe that, given the benefit of the doubt. But at the same time, we haven't heard anything from him saying, we put on, you know, this seminar, which even if the student-athletes go, they're on their phone, they're not paying attention, at least Gary Barta can say he did his part. He tried to help them, even if he didn't know what was going on. But even if it's not his fault, this happened under his watch. True. And, and I hope you're, I think you're probably right, Austin. I got to think that the individual schools harp on it to the coaches and student athletes that these are the rules about gambling and and that there's no gray area here. This can't do it. I gotta think that happened. Now you're right, if it didn't happen then that's on Gary Barda. I know it happens at Nebraska because Bill Bush talked about it this morning. And I've heard it before. They have seminars they bring in they bring in uh, law enforcement to talk about it. I think they've brought in problem gamblers to talk about it. They have seminars. They've had them in Nebraska. Eric could probably speak to that too. So it's, I mean, I got to think that at Iowa, that those student athletes and coaches all knew that this was a no-no. You can't do it and did it anyway mm. and probably just thought they wouldn't get away with it. But the thing we're not addressing that's the most important element of all this is now, what happens if we find out that student-athletes or coaches, like the Alabama coach, are gambling on their own sport mm-hmm. or gambling on their own games? You know, that's, that's, that's the – I mean, come on now. I mean, that's when you start worrying about popularity of sports a little bit. It's already taken hits with name, image, and likeness with a lot of people. A lot of people are turned off by it. Now, if it – if, it, if there are continual stories about student-athletes wagering on their own sports, that's, I mean, come on. What are we talking about at that point? Sip, would you consider this to be a situation in which, you know, we, we had discussed um, in times that you've been here on the block, would you consider uh-huh. this an opportunity for the NCAA to regain it's it's power, it's strength, um, because you, you've got to assume that this isn't limited to just Iowa and Iowa State, right? right. Um, so do, is this a way for them to regain what they have lost and in, in not being able to push the two, uh, the the toothpaste back into the tube with this NIL situation of the Wild Wild West now? I don't, yeah, I, yeah, Austin kind of alluded to that earlier. I, Eric, I don't see it that way. No. I, because I think – and the reason I don't see it that way is it's, it seems a lot to ask for the NCAA to put this in the NCAA's hands and say, fix it, and this can enhance your reputation. Mm. It's a wieldy issue, as you, you'd understand, because of, because of what I'm talking into right now, cell phone. It's, mm-hmm. I, think it's, I think it's too unwieldy for the NCAA to, to put it on just the NCAA, I think the, the institutions themselves have to be heavily involved. 
I mean, there could be, Eric, I mean, come on, the Iowa Gaming Commission's involved. Um, I think that enforcement is going to be multi-pronged. It's not just an NCA matter. The institutions have to take responsibility for this. This can't be a matter where we all sit back and say, hey, institutions can just let the NCA handle it. No, they don't have that. They don't have the manpower. Mm-hmm. If it's as bad as we think, and I think we're all kind of on the same page here, this is Iowa, Iowa State, Alabama. Alabama fired a coach, okay? Mm-hmm. Fired a coach. Now this stuff has come out in Iowa. I think we all agree. It's probably happening. Now, to what, now what are we going to hear going forward? I think we're all sort of, uh, I think there's, we're just kind of waiting for the inevitable at this point. And what, and what is it going to look like? But I, yeah, I just, I'm not going to do this thing where I, where I like, where I just blame the NCAA for all, all our problems. <laughs> it's just, I think it's too easy to do that. As we look at this on a on a conference level, you have a new commissioner coming in, and Tony Petiti, and yeah. I think his background in baseball is fascinating because we know baseball's history with gambling from the the nineteen nineteen Black Sox to Pete Rose. Do you think we see anything come out of the league office about this sometime this summer before football season? Yeah, yeah, to some degree, I think. Um, I'm sure Austin they're assessing it right now. I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if there are serious discussions going on today it's again it's complex this is complex because it's so ingrained wouldn't you agree i mean i you guys can you don't have to agree with everything i say but it's so ingrained in our society the game more and more by the day Mm -hmm. yeah it's in fact it's you know it's almost being encouraged by the networks you know as a as a way to keep fans engaged um you know, student athletes are also fans. You know, they, they also, they're not, you know, it's not all about their sport. They're fans. So it's so pervasive. It's so ingrained in our society. It's now legal in 33 states, including Iowa. Um, it's not frowned upon at all. And here we are. Okay. This is it. And I, it's, to a certain degree, I say, why, why, why are we acting surprised here? I mean, I'm, I guess I'm not, um, and I don't know what the fix is. I don't know what the fix is. Well, the problem is the fix is in, right? Yeah, that's what, that's what <laughs> it sounds like. Say that. I hope not. I hope that what we don't – you know, we found out that the Alabama coach clearly was gambling on his own team, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or it's all evidence is pointing in that direction. Let's put it that way. I'm not going to convict him before the fact, but there's, there's pretty strong evidence that's pointing to the – the fact that he was putting a lot of money on his own team and scratched the starting pitcher and and use that element to try to get to get over. So it's, ha- it's happened, okay? We're not talking about something that hasn't happened. It's happened. Um, there's yeah. been scandals in, you know, in the past, but that's when gambling wasn't as pervasive and there was a shock value to it. Like, oh, my God, you know, there was a, you know, it was frowned, gambling was frowned upon more back then i I don't think i'd say it's frowned upon in our society to a wide degree anymore um so again i think we've it's just another example of a mess we've created it's much like nil quick quick last thing uh obviously the rain it popped up on us um 
There was uh, going to be a, a, a double hitter going on tonight with Creighton and, and Nebraska for, for baseball. Uh, do you think this is going to be another postponement here, or do you think they're going to be able to get it done? And if they do play, uh, do you think they can steal a couple from Creighton after uh, going down two to uh, number 23 Maryland? Yeah, here's the thing. Right now it's in Lincoln. I'm sitting outside Planet Fitness, <laughs> um, and it is fine. Yeah, you could play right now. I don't know what exactly it's like in Omaha, but they need these games. They need these games. Mm-hmm. I'll say games, plural. Um, I, I just got to think that right now, that I don't know. I don't want to talk about it. Too. You know, Eric, you, you understand because you played team sports. I don't want to pretend like I know what they're locker rooms like confidence wise but you know i mean there's 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 some serious questions right now um and you need to get rolling now i mean this is the time of year if you're going to make a a push this is you got to get it going pretty quick here now listen the the thing that you have to add in this is scratch the ncaa tournament at large bid it's off Mm -hmm. off the Mm thing okay so i'm not i'm not talking about that I guess what I'm talking about is building momentum toward the league tournament, which you better get in, by the way. I mean, there's no mm-hmm. no guarantees at this point they're going to get in the league tournament. I'd say they're pretty safe, but, you know, they got work to do. Yeah. So I think if you're if you're a team leader, you're thinking about that. We got, hey, guys, we got to start building momentum. It's not going to happen easily. Uh, take steps and one good step. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it be a really good step to beat Creighton tonight in two games? Yeah. Never a bad thing to beat Creighton. Yeah. <laughs> no, and they need it. I mean, if they, come on, what, what, what's the conversation if they lose both those games? Um, I mean, come on, it, it just gets a little rough. Yeah. Doubt begins to creep in, and you don't ever want to have that when you're talking about needing to make a run at the end of the season. So, yeah, that is definitely so so true. Yeah, for sure. Steve, as always, appreciate the insight. Uh, Husker football moves into summer. We'll catch up with you some more on that next week. Hopefully, maybe get some Big Ten headlines in as well, including some fascinating Big Ten West quarterback battles. Well, that's for another day. Appreciate your insight on the uh, the stuff happening over in the Big Ten offices and in Iowa, and uh, we'll look forward to hearing you tomorrow morning. All right, really interesting, guys. I appreciate it. Take care. Once again, Steve Sippel, early break with Sip and Jake, and Coach Bill Bush, of course, and writing for Husker Online with us here on The Block. Let's cross it over. DP and Kenny in the building today. Our boy Jay is out. Uh, wish him the best. Should be back tomorrow, at least as far as I know, but that's okay. Strick and I will chop it up with DP and Kenny on the other side.